the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. Oh, and it's a beautiful morning. That sun's coming up. Oh, I'm, I'm a blessed man, I'm going to tell you. I love what I do. I'm, I'm so happy to be with uh, 930 The Answer, a great radio station that cares about your well needs and your means and the direction you're going, but educating you. We go to school for everything in the world, but we don't go to school for buying and selling cars. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Great opportunity to start your day out right. Being productive, learning something. As Proverbs 1 5 says, let the wise listen and add to their learning. Thank you for calling me. I'm going to give my office number out uh, and, and call me. I've talked to so many people. Now, I'm a little behind. I need you to pray for my sales manager, Paul. Uh, he went to see his new grandbaby in, in Dallas and went in the hospital. Uh, Sunday at noon last week, and he's still there. And uh, I tell you what, he's been in our prayers. I hope you put him in his prayer, your prayers, because I need him back. I can't do his job, my job, and everybody else's job. Get me a little behind. So if I didn't call you this past week, give me a call in my office. Remind me eight three zero six two five seven one five nine. Wednesday night, I, I called five people, and they all couldn't believe I'd return their call. But I want to talk to you. I want to help. Uh, 95% of my business right now is educating, helping people, being a mentor to them. And I want to be your mentor. I want to be the best person I can be because Jesus Christ changed my life. He, I was a taker. I couldn't get enough. Oh, man, I wanted it my way. Hold it. Do you want it your way? Do you think you have it your way? Are you so full of pride that you think everything that you do is your way and that you've got I tell you what, I can sell you to convince you that you're getting it your way. Do you know car salesmen are trained to convince you you win? And when they and you leave the, the lot, you go off the curb, and they all make a big joke about it. <laughs> made a five-pounder there, made a ten-pounder. Well, you remember what five pounds is, $5,000. Ten pounders, ten thousand dollars. Do you think that they can open these multi-million dollar dealerships on just a little bit of money? Well, I got news for you. Yes, they can. Uh, but we want you to be well educated. We want them to make money in order for them to keep open, stay open every day, and provide the services and selling new cars. But you know what? I told you years ago, the manufacturers would love to do away with the dealers. What they would love to have you do is go online and pick your car out. And they would drop it off at a service center, and they would pay this service center to detail it up and to uh, detail it up. <laughs> oh, I, I hate to get in a rabbit trail, but I want to tell you a quick little story about a really good friend of mine I've been doing business with for 50 years. He wanted a smart car. And it's because they need to pull the race car back from down the drag strip. And they wanted something that would fit in their trailer. And they had it figured a smart car would work. So they were down in Houston, and they found a real nice low-mile smart car. And the reason you find low-mile smart cars is because nobody's smart enough to, to keep driving one. I mean, after you've been in one and you're going down the highway, and you look up there at one of them semis, oh, man. Have you ever been in that situation? You thought, that tire's bigger than this car. That tire weighs more than this car. And if I get hit by that dude, I'll look like a bug squatting right on the highway. But anyway, he needs one, and he's not going to drive it on the highway. This guy, 
This guy builds Corvettes, and I mean unbelievable cars, and he has a race cars. He's got. He's a family man. I just love him. He's a Christian. And so he called me, and he said, Randy, this is what they want. I said, well, Billy, I said, you know, that kind of fits your situation. And, you know, you need to buy it here. And I know that's a little more money, but it's, you know, it's exactly what you want, you know. And he said, well, here's something unusual. He said, he said, this is the price, and this is out the door. I said, well, hold it. That's too much money out the door. I understand the price, but what are they doing? He said, well, let me look here. That's tax. Okay, that's all right. And he said, this is that valorium tax. Yeah, I'll bet you're paying for car dealerships, uh, real estate there. You're paying their real estate tax. Okay. And this is for transferring. This is dock fee. Oh, well, they're a little tall on the dock fee. And this is 250 for detail. I said, detail what? He said, just says detail. Uh, is that just for handling the deal, a detail? I said, that's illegal just for adding another charge for a detail. He said, they want me to char- pay for the detail. I said, is the car detail? He said, yes. I mean, they want to charge you 250 to wash and wax a car that they've already done? I tell you what, you don't think they won't pull a trick or two on you? Hey, they, every dealership looks for a new way to pick up two, three, four, or 500 and I'm not sure that's legal. So we discussed that, and I told him, I said, go in there and beat them up a little bit more. Talked to him yesterday. He did buy the car, and he got him beat up, and it fits his situation. But here's a man, two kinds of cars out there, afford and can't afford it. He can afford it, so it'll work. Hey, I forgot. Shemaya is my producer. He needs to throw a rock at me or something wake me up because I forgot to give you all the phone number here just in case you'd like to call in. 210-308-8867. Is that correct? Man, I'm, my memory's getting better. Older I get, I guess. No, not really. 210-308-8867. Give us a call. We'll talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. Me and Jesus got our own thing going. I might even sing to you. I'm so happy today. I feel so good. Man, I'm going to tell you something. The Lord's blessed me with uh, just a great life. You know, I never dreamed I was going to live this long. I never dreamed I'd be on radio telling you all the secrets about the car business and loving it. And I tell you what, you can't believe that most car dealers, especially the ones that listen to these shows, they're above it. See, they're so much smarter than everybody else that they're so much above the business that this show goes right over their head because it doesn't affect them. Like I told you, a man who owns a bunch of dealerships, he's from a foreign country, made a talking uh, deal with his hands, kind of squatted down, and he said, noise, noise, noise. That's all you're doing, making noise. You're not hurting us. Well, I'm making a difference in some Christian stations. I'm on KSLR 630 AM from 9 to 10, an hour after this show. It's a different show, a little more scripture, a little more depth, depth in uh, insecurities in your life. Insecurities when you, uh, insecurities when you come against a salesperson. Insecurities with why you're driving what you drive. People don't examine what's going on in their lives to cause them to do certain things. What causes you to? Hey, I've talked to so many people lately. I'm on my last payment. I'm ready to buy another one. Excuse me. How many miles on that one? Oh, fifty, sixty, seventy. Well, it's got a lot left. Yeah, but I don't have any more payments. Who who thinks he got to have a payment? I the best kind of car is a paid for a car. Take a break. If you gotta have a payment, get a little separate bank account at a bank somewhere and pay yourself. Hey, it that better that's the best of two worlds. I got the money, I put it in the bank, I pay myself, and I got the good feeling of having a payment. And I still got the money. Maybe you can invest it, draw a little interest. And then when you're really ready to buy a new car, two, three, four years down the road, man, you got a pot of money over there. So now you feel so good you're making a payment, and you'll feel even better you got cash to buy a car. Oh, man, let's, let's think outside the box a little bit, just a little bit. I want you to think outside the box a bunch. I want you to get so good at what I'm trying to teach you and do that you can teach others, and you can take the credit. I don't care. I'm doing what I love doing. I love giving back. 
Are you giving back? What are you doing with your education, your experiences? I got 53 years in the car business. I got experience. But our business changes, and it's subject to change every day. And right now, the people are, you're, you're going against professionals. that are ready to take every available dollar. But you've got so many experts. I think they've got a lot of psychiatrists in the middle of this deal because they're learning to sell more and more on your emotions. You know, that just like I was about to talk to you about in a minute, you got to have it your way. Hey, you want your hamburger your way? Well, we're talking about when you're eating. But when it comes to buying your way on an automobile and you're not in control and you're letting some young salesperson that don't have any idea what you need, what you can afford, what you're going to do with the automobile, how long you're going to keep it, and they don't care. I've told you before about these automobiles. Hey, you take an automobile, I don't care which one it is, you set it out in front of a bunch of people, and you ask it, you know what it's worth? The car don't know it. The people, you get 10 wholesalers out there looking at it. They liable to be all over the board. Their situations are different. Their overhead's different. Who they sell to are different. Everything's different. Now, that car don't know what it's worth. That car don't know who owns it. That car don't know if it's pretty or not. That car knows when it's running bad because it's got that little computer that'll talk to you a little bit. And you go in there and it'll tell you, oh, I feel sick. I got this issue. needs to be fixed. And you know what that is. That's just money. What does it take to fix these cars? Money, money, money. That's all. So this car don't know what it's worth. And we want to take pride in it. And it don't care about us. And when it breaks down, it don't help us get fixed. And you're running around trying to buy the biggest and the baddest and trying to impress your relatives, your brother-in-law, your employees, your your uh, co-workers, and you, and, you, and you want it your way? What is your way? What is your way? Hey, I'm going to tell you something. I've been excited. I got in a car. I put 9,000 miles in the last little over a month in an old four Grand Marquis. Gets 22 miles to the gallon. It's comfortable. It's safe. Drives great. I love it. You know what? I'm having fun. I got to thinking, man, it looks like a golf ball. It's got all these hail dents on it. But it don't matter to me. You know, insecure people chase after love. Secure people attract love. I'm not sure I'm attracting any love with this golf ball I drive, but I don't care. I'm thrilled who I am, where I stand, what I do. Are you that way? Get rid of the issues in your life. That unforgiveness. I tell you, I love, I love this saying right here. The first to apologize is the bravest. The first to apologize. We talked a little bit, I think, before about the Japanese. How many times do you say a month that you're sorry and mean it? Americans, six times. The Japanese, 18. Three times more? Why? Because Americans, when we apologize, we're admitting guilt. And we feel a little ashamed. And we get in our little old balled up way. And, oh, man, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Are we admitting guilt? But the Japanese admit that they, when they apologize, that they're trying to fix something. They're trying to mend the relationship. They want to help. They want to be there. They want to talk it out. They want to put it behind them. They want to, the first to apologize is the bravest. How brave are you? How insecure are you? Is another one of them insecure situations where you're so insecure that you don't want to talk about it? Hey, I got people that's so insecure they won't tell you how much they owe on a car. They don't want to know. They block it out of their mind. You know, and then they want to apologize. Well, I owe, I'm buried 15,000. 15 grand? Yeah, I'm buried 15 grand. Why? Because you t- listen to a salesperson? Or did you let your emotions, or did you let them sell you on your emotions? I want you to examine yourself so deep, so strong. That you understand what you're doing, where you're going, direction that you need to be in, what's good for you and your family, what's good for what do you need, 
how can I help you understand your buying emotions? And that's what it is. 90% of it's buying emotions. So we want you to your way. What's my way? My way is my way or the highway. Well, my way is to let you. There's a million different situations. So the first to apologize is the bravest. The first to forgive is the strongest. Uh, do you feel like you're strong? Do you feel like you control your own thoughts and emotions in your life? The first to forgive. Do you get rid of that old bitterness out of you? Hey, you're forgiving something or somebody that don't most of 99% of the time don't know, don't care. I'm trying to help you clean your mind up where when you're making decisions, let me tell you something, with unforgiveness in your life, I was at a big-time auto auction in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Dan Cruz, good friend of mine, came to me, and he said, go talk to that lady and her boyfriend. They got some issues. So me and my wife go over there, and Susan gets to talking to the, the lady, and I get to talking to the gentleman. They come back. They, of course, you know how women are. They go in pairs to the bathroom. So they go over and discuss, and they're in there for a pretty good long time. So I'm having to carry a conversation with this guy, and I've already figured out he's after the lady's money. She's got a 57 Corvette fuel injection, baby doll restored to the best, red and white. Oh, man, it was a gorgeous little car. Worth at that time about $90,000. Well, he's ready to sell the car because he's going to invest that 90000 in his business. And it's about to go under. So, I mean, you know, and he's, oh, man. And this guy's all, you know, you can tell that he thinks himself a, a time or two above her, a level or two above her. Susan comes back. This lady is so mixed up. She tells us, you know, I can't even figure out what to order for lunch. Because the unforgiveness of losing her dad, her, father, her husband, the unforgiveness in her past, her life is mixed up. Hey, don't make major decisions, big-time decisions, when your head's not straight. A little decision that's bad, you may have to live with it forever. Eighty-four months. So anyway, this guy said, you know... My, they said, well, we were in there praying about it, and she feels better, and her mind's a little more clear, this, that, and the other. And the guy says, oh, man. says, you know how she is. She's a, one of the Christian of us. And I said, you're not? No, I don't, I, don't, I don't need that stuff. I said, well, I sure feel sorry for you. You haven't experienced what we've experienced. You haven't seen what we've seen. You had not had the Holy Spirit work in your life and God work in your life he's, like he's worked in our lives the happiness, the joy, the peace that flows through us and goes to others, the, the toxic in, toxic out. Maybe a little toxic was flowing in and out of him because his eyes was on the cash, the money. Taking it from this lady, and I guarantee, can you imagine he tell you, hey, baby, I love you, give me the money? That's the situation I looked at. But you know what? Automobiles get in the, into relationships. I've seen so many ladies lose their husband leave them with a pile of money, get them a new boyfriend, and buy them two or three hot rods. Do they love the hot rods or do they love the lady? Is a relationship really that way? Well, that's, I want to help you clear your mind. Forget about the past. Think about the future. Hey, make today pay off tomorrow. Make decisions today that you don't have to make payments on 84 months and interest and after-tax dollars. We want to be here for you to open your eyes. I'm not trying to, to steer you in any direction except the one that works for you, that you make that decision, open your mind. And the last is the first to forget is the happiness, is the happiest. The first to forget is the happiness. Hey, that works. Do you want to be happy in your life? Or you got bitterness you carrying around on your shoulders? You got it in your luggage and you got it. That weighs about 60 pounds, and you're carrying that old, that old unforgiveness around in your old suitcase with you, and you carry, and then you carry it to your friend's house, and then you carry it to your work, your bitterness, your unforgiveness, and then you carry it to your relationship, you carry it with your kids. Hey, forget, forgive, let it behind you. The first to forget is the happiest. 
So we want to clean your mind up, get everything out of the way, look for the future, make decisions today to pay off tomorrow, to understand the direction you need to go. Good Lord will touch you, bless you, direct you. Hey, you know the biggest problem I have with preachers helping them out in their situation in automobiles? They don't pray enough. They jump up and they believe in man. Man will take care of me. I got this man that goes to church with me. So many people have got salespeople in their churches, and I don't know where the conscience goes. Why does their pastor owe 10000 too much on the ride he's got? Is he helping him or hurting him? Well, I've seen a bunch of it, but I'm seeing even more and more today because automobiles, trucks, and all. Hey, I told you, I've got friends paying seventy to 78000 for brand-new Ford trucks, and they're worth 30000 I've got a buddy of mine, and he, he drives one a long time, just lost a motor in a diesel. Got to spend... He found a motor with almost many miles. He had 170. This one's 130. For ten for 6,500, going to cost 1,000, 1,500 to put it in. Is at 8,000 on a 170,000 mile truck. You know, and that truck new was probably 65,000. Now it, he asked me what is worth sitting on with no, you know, with a bad motor. I told him eight grand. Well, I spend. Another eight, nine grand, and I'll I'll have a truck that's back to being worth maybe fifteen. So, you know, I only lose two, three thousand fixing it up. Well, that's that's what I want to do. I want to explain to you what it takes to stay. We all got to drive. We all got to get to work. We all got to get to church. We all got to do things. Our kids make us chauffeurs all over the country. Everything they've got to do. So you've got to be ready to understand what's going to cost. You know, uh, what's it going to do for you? I hope that, uh, you know, that you're not so insecure that you figured out that you've got to have it your way. Well, yes, you want it your way. It's your money. It's your hard-earned money. And I want you to, to have it your way. But you've got to have it your way without getting sold on it. Now, there's a difference in that little situation. When it's you're trying to help yourself so much and reward yourself and the salesman helps you get in that position and it's your way. I'd rather have it your way because you can financially afford it. It meets your needs. You put an effort in knowing what it takes, put an effort in talking to your mechanic. You've, you've understanding exactly what your needs are exactly the direction you're going. Your way means doing it with you and the Holy Spirit and God helping you direct you in your purchase, not the way of the salesman convincing you that you've got it your way. Because they'll convince you, hey, $40 a month extra, you got a brand new car, you're this, that, and the other. Well, that $40 times 84 months, that's a lot of money. That's 3200 and that's probably extra profit if you don't know what you're doing. Hey, go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Easy process there. And it's free. Hey, describe your car. It's an easy process there. I'll make an offer on your car. I'll buy your car. You can trade it in, add a little money because I'm going to make a little money or add a bunch of money. Work these dealers the hard they're going to work you. Talked to a man in Austin, Texas yesterday. And uh, we're looking for a unit for him. And he said, uh, he said, if I just happen to find the right unit, what should I ask for my unit? What should I tell them? I said, start 2,000 high. They're going to start four or 5,000 high on the one they're going to sell you. So start, hey, this is a game. This is a football game. Get prepared mentally, physically, spiritually. So understand exactly what your vehicle's worth. So I made him an offer on his vehicle. He knows where he stands. He knows what I'm going to give him. And if I find the unit that fits his lifestyle, his family exactly right, he's going to buy a unit from me. But if he doesn't, he finds a unit, he's going to give me a call. I'm going to help him a little bit and direct him in the direction he needs to go. So you need to know what your vehicle's worth. Go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Follow the easy description. I'm not auto trader buying center. I'm not going to entice you to come in, put your VIN number in, beat you up on everything else, and trying to get as cheap as I can. 
If it's something I got to fix, yes, I will going to have to deduct the price a little bit. Go to the other side, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Follow the easy process. Get your credit score. FTC.gov. That's Frank Tom Charlie. Frank, Tommy, Charlie, dot, uh, dot gov, excuse me, that's dot gov. Find out what your score is. Go look at your credit. Make sure there's no mistakes in there or some little minor thing you haven't paid or something you've paid off that they don't show. Make sure it's cleaned up. Get the best score you can get in order to get the best interest rate you can get. Talk to your credit union. Talk to your bank. Find out exactly what it's going to cost you, how many months, what it's going to cost and then shop, shop, shop. We'll talk a little bit more about learn to buy and sell cars next half. Hey, tell your friends and neighbors to tune in to us. This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Thank you, Baron. Thank you, Smyre. Thank you, 930. I hope Mike Payne's up there in Vail, Colorado listening to us. Thank you, Mike. Thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. God bless you. I love you. We're going to come back. Tell your friends and neighbors, 210-308-8867. Give us a call. We'll talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business because there is some good, some bad, but there's an awful lot of ugly. And ugly is when you owe 15000 more on a ride you hate and you have to get behind the wheel. We'll be right back. Thank you. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on 930 AM. The Answer. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams again. Learn to buy and sell cars.com. Thank you, sir. 9.30 a.m. And be sure and tell your friends and neighbors to listen to us, KSLR, 6.30 on your dial, on your radio. And it's 9 to 10. And we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. And you'll like the show. It's a different show from here. A little more scripture and more, a little more biblically. Uh, we come up with all kinds of stuff. Good Lord and the Holy Spirit leads me and guides me in that direction. So, you know, but I'm against all odds. I guess that was Trump, wasn't it? Against all odds. Nobody expected him to win. Nobody was on his side. He was like a a duck on rainwater hitting his back and flowing off, I'm telling you. But you know what? I think God's hand was in on that. Had to be. It's a pure miracle. I'm a pure miracle. Just be what I'm doing. I tell you what, everybody thinks I'm crazy, but I tell you what, the Holy Spirit's with me, and that's all that matters with me. And I tell you, I love telling you about what is going on in the car business. You don't think that they're not after every dollar that you've got. This is just part, just like lifetime warranties. They're, they cost you so much more than a real warranty, you would not believe it. You have to go in there for everything in the world, and you got to buy stuff you don't have to buy. you got to change oil in your rear end that you don't have to do. You change. They change grease. They do this. They change brakes. Oh, you got to do this to keep your warranty up, you know. And, you know, they here's a magazine, and they want to train you. Hey, the return trip to the selling dealer must be valuable and, and a positive experience. They're training people to be positive and to get you ready on that return trip. The product must provide a mutual benefit to the dealer and the customer. You've got to sell every product and tell them it's beneficial. And on the lifetime warranties, you've got to have it in order to keep them the warranty. The dealer must have enough properly trained staff. Properly trained staff? They, have, they train constantly. If they're not selling, they're training on hand and the processes in place to ensure that the increased traffic won't create a log jam, particularly in the service base. They are so trained, they want to just keep you like a machine and know how much money you want to spend and how much you got available and how to keep yourself in the warranty, which they just work you, work you, work you. The dealer must have a starting point and a goal in mind. And everyone employed at the dealership and every department must be on the plan, including your strategy, your goals, and the means by which you will measure success. They measure success in dollars, your dollars. Can you preload one or two-year program in all-new used and uh, vehicles and add a multi-upsell plan for your F&I department? They want a plan now where they'll sell you the next car in a year or two or three. They don't want you to pay it off. They want to keep you in that cycle of debt. When you owe too much, oh, well, let me just put you in another one for the same payment so you don't pay it off ever. 
Who gets what? This is what this magazine says. Make sure that you're 100% in control of all your reserve and all the spoilage dollars. Can you measure the results? Be sure your program delivers what measurable account reality. And if they want every dollar they can get off of you. You don't think they're not ready for you? They're looking at every aspect. They can't, in order to cover a million and a half a month overhead, and that's what it takes to open up most of these dealerships, a million and a half, they got to make... They got to make money on everything except for you going to the bathroom in their dealership. They're going to have a charge somehow, some way. They're going to keep you fired up in the direction somebody talking to you about making more money on you and just being your friend. Oh, we love you. You are you're a preferred customer. Oh, you're a VIP. They'll send you a little VIP card now. They'll email you with a VIP card. They'll mail you one. They want to work on your emotions. Get it your way. Not the Burger King way. Your way. They're going to convince you that you're getting it your way. That you're so preferred customer, so VIP, so special, that you're ready to spend the money with them because y'all are friends. But I got news for you. These boots are made for walking. Walk out of that dealership and y'all not buds no more, Bubba. Hey, you're going to another dealership. You're spending my money that I feel like I've got coming in another dealership? Man, where's our friendship? How I've taken care of you. How I've kept you in a circle of uh, of debt all these years. How I've got every available dollar out. And you're going to walk off from me? Hey, just like the lady that called here about a month ago. She used to go to this one dealership. And they went back in there after five years because it was time to buy another car. And she said, they've been listening to my show. Did the dealership change or did the, the system change? Did the new market change or did the people change? What changed? Number one, name a fixed overhead that's gone down in the car business, your personal life. Would you ever dream you were making a $500, $600, $700 a month payment? No. Hey, prices go up. Living expenses go up, but has, have you got a raise lately? Have, has your pay stayed with what living expenses cost, what houses have cost, what cars have cost? I remember years ago when they printed in a uh, Wall Street Journal how car, new cars were going to be $10,000. And everybody in the car business laughed and said, oh, that'll never happen. $10,000 for a new car? And those cars were like, we were paying three and thirty-five hundred for a handy car. I'm talking about in the late 60s, early 70s. $10,000 for a new car? What would we say back then in the 70s if you say a new truck is 78000 with a discount? What would you have to say to that? Well, it's, it's, all in a, it's all in a perspective. What can you afford? What can you need? It's not what we spend. It's what we save. It's not what we're buying. What's it, what's it value to us, and what is it going to be worth down the road? Make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars dot com nine thirty. The answer. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't don't forget KSLR six thirty a.m. on your dial. Uh, Nine to ten to, is uh, the next show. I just hang out here at the station, listen to the the uh, military show next door. Love it, and then I. Do my show, and then I'll listen to the next show. Movers and Shakers, I love that show. That's a good show. And so, man, they have, they've had some outstanding people on there lately. So I thoroughly love Man, the answer's got some neat programs. And they, they care about you. They care about That's why they let this old crazy man on this show. Because they wanted to educate you. They saw the service. They saw the desire. They saw the direction, the vision that I'm trying to take you. And to help you and help you so well that you can help your children, help your friends, help your neighbors. Too many times I look out here and I'm, I was outside a dealership the other day and I saw a bunch of new cars, people driving off, and I almost cried. I'm sitting at a high-dollar store and I saw probably 100,000 fly off in the clear blue sky. 
a hundred thousand in loss. Those people bought brand new cars and they went and they left the dealership and immediately they lost about twenty thousand apiece. These were high dollar cars, they're not cheap cars. There was six or seven. They lost, you know, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand apiece. And I thought, where did that money go? Well, it went into the dealership and it pays for the people and it keeps the economy going. But did they make a decision what they could afford? If they can afford it, great. But if the dealership put them in a bind on a big payment or something they can't afford or something they'll take away, I see so many times with the death in the families and people with cars they're trying to sell. And I had a, a people with the death in the family the other day, and the, the man, the gentleman, had walked into a dealership and bought a brand-new car that he had no business buying. Number one, it was standard shift. It was a base model with a big promotion, but he didn't get a big promotion. He didn't get the big discount. Should have, but he bought at full pop plus extras. These people owed 15000 on a 2,000-mile car that was a current model year, and it, they owed way too much money. So they brought it to me and said, what can we do, Mr. Adams? I said, let's find out what its real value is. Take it back to the Mazda dealer that sold it to your your uh, father and ask them what they'll give for it. And, don't, and when they say, well, we got too many new cars right now, we just don't need it, or we got too many used cars right now, Tell them, excuse me, you're in the business. You loved this car when you sold it to my father. You told him it was the greatest thing, number one. You knew he was ill and disabled, and you sold him a standard shift for a price for a loaded-up one, and it, this one don't have all of the extras? What kind of deal was that? I said, okay, be prepared. So they took it back over there, and they said, We'd like to sell it back to you. Oh, they come up with all these excuses. Never would make them an offer on the car. How can you sell a product and you sold it to a man and then you don't want to make an offer back for it? Oh, we got too many new ones right now. We're overstocked right now. And they've got new ones coming in off the show, off of the, the, the trucks. What kind of What kind of person does that to somebody else? Well, they got to make the money and they made it. These people finally decided that got together and they all chipped in a little and let one of the family members have the car that needed the car. They all took the loss. There was quite a few. There was lucky there was enough family members. They all chip in and got the car down to the real figure. I made an offer on the car. They used that figure to sell it to a relative. But, you know, I'll buy a car back that I sell. I'll give you a figure. I'm not going to leave you out there. Yes, it's going to be less than you paid me. I'm going to tell you the truth. And sometimes it's not very much less, but there, there's going to be less. And I, I own a 79 Malibu that's a cool, cool car. Got a ZZ4 350, 350 horse, automatic. Drives like a sports car. Uh, all the type car, automatic power steering, power brakes, air. Gorgeous little car. I've owned it four times. And everybody that buys it does a little work to it, drives it, enjoys it see something else on my lot, brings it back, and I take it and trade. Then I sell it again. And I'm on the fourth time I own in this car. And I drove it to Men's Night Out at Cornerstone Church where we had the car show and Sam Harness Jr. the other night and thoroughly enjoyed driving it. It goes down the road 70, smooth, and lots of power left, and I enjoy driving the car. I'll sell it again, and guess what? I'll trade back for it again. I'll buy the car. I talked... Uh, I've never told this story. A lady showed up one day, and this was about 10 years ago, with a Mazda uh, RX-8. And she said, I need to sell this car. I bought this car. I don't know why I bought this car. This doesn't fit me. I said, how long you had the car? She said, six weeks. And she said, I hate the car. I don't want the car anymore. Here's a lady that walked on an independent used car uh, lot, and they sold her on her emotions, sold her on her past. Remember them high school days when everybody was driving RX-8 Mazdas? Oh, man, wasn't that a fine car? Didn't you always want to have one? Well, here's your opportunity to own one. Man, you can afford it, fit your budget, this, that. It did fit the lady's budget. She could pay cash. It came back 
came out of back pocket national. Yes, she paid for it, but the car didn't fit her lifestyle. She's an older lady, get in and out of it. You know, just it wasn't for her. She needed something else. Well, she had the money. She bought the car that was perfect for her off an individual. But she's now got this monstrosity around her neck, this car that's sitting in the garage that she didn't need, a sports car that she shouldn't have bought. She got sold on her emotions or feeling her past. And I said, well, take it back to the dealership that you bought it from. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. I said, yeah. It's been six weeks, yeah. I said, but uh, she told me who it was, and I, I know the people. I said, well, okay, now be prepared when you walk on the lot and you take notice of how many cars, and I happened to have been by there, and I said, they're a little light on cars. So they got room to buy. But I asked them what they'll give cash, no trade, no nothing. Make sure you're not trading. Just say, the car didn't fit me. Uh, I just won't sell it. Now, they're going to come up with every excuse in the world because, honestly, you paid about five. I told her the truth, 5000 too much for the car. She said, well, go." I said, go over there and see and hold her feet to the fire. Tell them this car is as good a car as six weeks ago when they oversold you, sold you on your emotions, convinced you this was the greatest deal in town. And if it's so great, what are you giving for it today? When you get over there, they're going to come up with every excuse in the world. And when they say, well, we've got too many cars, say, well, you got less cars than what you sold it to me for. So she took it back over there, and I, I hit it right on the head. Oh, we got too many cars. Well, you got less cars than you had before. Well, we just don't need the car right now. You loved the car when you sold it to me. You don't want to sell it to me now? Well, she came back. And I said, well, take it over here, take it over there. We spent two weeks of her shopping the world, brought it back to me. She sold it to me. She took a huge loss. What did that little mistake cost her? About $7,000. A little mistake will cost you a lot of money. A little mistake will live with you for a long time. The good thing about it, she had the money to pay cash for it. That's the key. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Describe your vehicle. I want to buy it. I'll take the good, the bad, the ugly. We're buying cargo vans, 15-passenger vans. I've got some great ones available. If you need a new 15, low-mileage 15-passenger van, they're about twelve to 14000 cheaper than a new one with twenty and 30,000 miles on them. Got some cargo vans that are hard to get. They're uh, ten, twelve thousand cheaper than a new one. They're sixteens with low miles, and I want your old van. I'll take it and trade. Uh, made some offers on some vans and box trucks and stuff around. Waiting on an oil field company right now that's in bankruptcy. They got thirty trucks. We're trying to buy thirty trucks from them. They're three quarter tons. Love to have them. So we want to buy anything you've got. Large groups, small groups. We got places to go with them. So be sure and give me a call on the good, the bad, the, whatever you've got. Now, go to the other side of our website. Get your credit score, ftc.gov. That's very important. You need to know what your credit score is for so many things in life today. If you want to rent something, buy something, some of the job qualifications, they want to look at your credit, uh, see how it is. Make sure it's as high as it can get. <coughs> how do you do that? Look at your credit. See if there's any mistakes, anything behind, anything you paid for and they didn't take off, any uh any kind of issues at all, make sure it's cleaned up and good. I've got a guy in Corpus Christi who used to work for Dave Ramsey. Uh, Kimball's his name. And he can help you if you've got some credit issues or if you want to improve your credit and you want to build your credit. He's the guy that will help you. Great guy, Christian guy, does it right. And I love him, and I highly recommend him. So give me a call at my office, 830-625-7159. I'll give you his phone number, get you all in contact with each other so you can clean your credit up. And then go to your credit union, your bank, find out what interest rate you're going to pay, what the total amount's going to be. Guess an es get an estimate what you think you're going to pay. You can shop around, see about what those vehicles will run, and then talk to them, know what your total payment's going to be, your total interest, how long you're going to do it. Then think about how long you're going to keep the car. Figure out what you're going to try to buy. Shop, shop, shop. Figure out what the car is going to be worth in two to three. How long are you going to keep it? Five years, two years? Look at a car, that model car, with a guesstimate the miles, two, three years older, five years older, 
see what it's going to be worth. So you know where you're going to stand when you get it's time to get rid of the car, what the value is going to be worth. And we don't know for sure, but it's a good guesstimate. You know, you're not going to know what the market's going to be, what's hot and what's not. And after that, you shop, 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 shop hard. Hey, this is a process you need to do year long. It's your hard-earned money. A little mistake will cost you thousands. A big mistake will cost you 10000 So we want you not a preferred VIP customer, but a cool, collected, confident, knowing what you're doing, making the best decisions you can for yourself and your family. Hey, like I tell you about the little lady that used to be in my Bible study, she went down. She said, Randy, you too busy? I went down and bought me a new car because I was a preferred customer, and I had a VIP card. Well, the bad news is she owed 15000 when she rolled out of there too much. And then her daughter had a little fender bender. Now she owes 20000 too much. And here's the bad news. She couldn't get out of it, and she didn't buy the car she wants. 80%, and this is new car dealer's figures, 80% of the people that walk into a dealership, and actually they say 85%, buy something they don't intend to buy. That's why I launched HassleFreeAutoBuying.com. We take the fear out of walking in a dealership. We take the fear out of walking in an F&I department. We do all the negotiating. We make sure your credit's cleaned up. We make sure that you're buying the automobile you want to buy out of your home. You can sit right there and tell us exactly what you want, not high pressure, what fits your needs, and we'll get it at the best price. We'll do negotiate. We'll make sure your trade is getting fair market value. We did miss one the other day. We had a dealer needing it real bad, and we let them have it. We let the dealership have it. We told them, said, they've outbid us. They need it. They've got a customer for it. So let them trade it in. Save that tax money. Get the most value out of it you can, and everything works best for the customer. That's what we want, hassle-free auto buying. We do all the negotiating. We make sure you get plenty for your trade, and we take the fear out of walking in a dealership. You can save thousands. It costs $195 what we charge, and you save thousands of dollars on, on what about your time? I've talked about the lady that walked in the dealership at noon and walked out at 8, bought what she didn't intend to buy. She could found out that her credit was a lot better than what the dealership told her. You don't think the dealership won't take advantage of you not knowing your credit score? They'll beat you up. They charged a friend of mine 8% on a new car the other day. I said, Billy, come on. You need to go down Randolph Brooks and get You've got great credit. He got 1.65 interest rate. 6% difference? That's a lot of money he was going to have to pay. But hassle-free auto buying, we take a lot of the stress, the hassle, your time. We do it for a lot of professionals because they don't want to go down there and spend all day, and they know they're going to get twisted. We're going to talk about uh, a little bit next week, uh, spending, how they'll spin you how they'll four-square you, eight-square you, how they'll turn you around, how they'll lie to you. Hey, in the next show, I'm going to talk about three of my buddies who are professionals, who's been in the car business, who's been out of the car business, one guy about two years, one the other two guys about five years, and they have all needed to buy cars. And they all went into dealerships, and one of them said, Randy, I can't believe I used to work at that dealership, and they lied to me. It took him four days. This guy's got leukemia, a good friend of mine. And it took him four days to buy a new car out of a dealership where he used to work? You think you can walk into a dealership against trained professionals that will take every available dollar? Hey, these other two guys been bought and sold cars all their lives. Another man, has got. he came to me and said, Randy, I want to do hassle-free. He said, I was in the business 20 years. He said, I don't want to fool with it no more. There are too many new tricks, new ways, new uh, effects, new situations. He said, I don't want to do it no more. He said, I want to pay you. So we're working on getting him a new vehicle for his wife. She's a nurse, and she does some things, and she needs to. She needs a good, solid. She uh, helps with hospice, and she's a mobile nurse. And so these guys who are in the business, trained professionals, don't want to do it no more, don't want to walk into the dealership? Has dealerships got a black eye because of what they're doing and what they're putting our customers in, putting the economy in a situation where everybody owes too much on their vehicle? Learn to buy and sell cars is free. Go to the website, look it up. Hassle-free auto buying, look it up. And if you want to use our service, it's $195. 
I saved a guy 3500 on a vehicle just on the price, and we got him a 1000 more for his trade than what the dealerships around town was wanting to give him. We got this opportunity because I got 53 years of experience, but I got the Holy Spirit, and he's got my old conscience working hard. I want to be the best I can be. Do you? Do you have a desire to be the best person you can be? Remember what I told you. If you, the first to forget is the happiest, forget that past. Hey, forget that you owe too much money. Work your way out of it. And don't try to go trade off one trap for another trap because let me tell you something. I'll explain that trap, one trap to another trap, on 6.30 a.m. on that dial on your radio from 9 to 10. I'm going to tell you how one trap will put you in another trap. Next one, I'm going to talk a little bit more about those three guys that were in the business. So this is Randy Adams. I'm hoping you're having a great Saturday, but I want you to be the best you can be because I want you to do the best. I want, hey, this if you watch it, if you don't watch out, these car dealers will pick your pocket. And I know I used to be one of them. I used to be one of them. I'd take advantage of you, could outsell you, intimidate you. You ever been intimidated by a car dealership? Well, they're not doing that as much as they used to be. They've learned that they can save you on your emotions, your feelings, keeping up with the Joneses. Oh, man, you deserve this. When you work hard, you can afford it. It's only $40 extra a month. Or after they've already got a profit in there, they want another 40 a month off of you. Well, when's enough's enough? When's enough enough for you? When are you going to have that desire? This is Randy Adams. Tune in to 6.30 a.m. Our next show at 9 o'clock. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Tell everybody, live longer, forgive everybody. God bless you. I love you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.